Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer on DWS. Mike Marin's on the line this morning. Mike, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you gentlemen this morning? We're good. good. We were just in a big discussion about air wraps. Is this something that's hit Springfield yet or... Uh, I guess well, not. I don't think so. No, no. It's a uh, it's a six hundred dollar hair dryer, is what it is. So, oh wow, no, yeah. this, that's the, the the first time I'm hearing of this. <laughs> well, we're letting you in on it now. That's so right. You get stored up on them. Yeah, you might want to use it on your horses, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they that, say people that might be a good use for it. People are using them that way. They say. <laughs> wow how are, how are things going for you buddy good things are, things are good things are busy you know we're just getting into the legislative session so uh, a lot of bills were filed the deadline to file bills was last week so uh, we're just trying to sort through all of the the different legislation that's that's out there and uh, we're starting to have a lot of committee uh, meetings and uh, a lot of legislation will move through committee here in the next few weeks well, I see uh, the governor seems to be showing up on commercials for other things right now, and they're asking his opinion about this and that. Looks like he's getting all warmed up for 2024. Yeah, it does. And I, I know he and uh, DeSantis have been trading shots back and yeah. forth. I think <laughs> he took a trip to Florida and DeSantis was up here. So, yeah, it, it's definitely apparent that I think the governor has uh, got presidential ambitions. So. <laughs> Bad thing is, is I guess you could say, or for me anyway, is that uh, if he runs for president, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but wouldn't be bad to get him out of Illinois. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure no one I, in... I would... No one in Springfield I, has ha- said that, have they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nothing like that. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, definitely would be happy to get him out of the governor's mansion in Illinois, but I, I don't think he's deserving of a promotion. So I, I, I don't know that I'd be supportive of uh, of his presidential bid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with it. Uh, what are you folks coming up with over in Springfield? Well, you know, it's always interesting this time of the year as legislation hits. There are a lot of good ideas out there. There are a lot of absolutely horrible ideas out there yeah. and everything in the middle. So, uh, you know, it's it's always a, a process to, to try to sift through everything. Uh, my number one legislative priority is to try to fix uh, the CMS uh, health insurance procurement process that was such a debacle for our area last fall when all these uh, U of I retirees and teacher retirees weren't sure if they were going to be able to get access to health care because yeah. the state was changing their health insurance. So sure. that's the, the the one thing that I'm going to be uh, completely focused on this session. Is that the kind of thing you hear about a lot in your local offices over there? Are, are they asking about this? And what else are they asking about? Well, that that was a huge thing, uh, especially when there was all, all that in uncertainty. We were getting a lot of calls on that, which I, I understand. And and that that issue hit close to home. It affected my mom and dad. My mom's a retired school teacher, so they they were and they're they're still dealing with it, trying to to figure out what insurance plans are the best for them. So we were definitely hearing a, a lot about that. Um, we still probably the the number one thing that we get as far as call volume is help with FOID cards. There's a still mm-hmm. a backlog on FOID and, and concealed carry. So 
you know, the, the, the ladies at the office spend a, a large amount of time dealing with that, and we still get unemployment issues from time to time, even though that's significantly better than what it was during the, the height of the pandemic. I wonder why the state of Illinois still messes with that void card, because we're the only uh, state in the country that has one, aren't we? Uh, we are. We are. And, I, you know, the, the thing is that the system is so flawed, yeah. uh, just like this. Uh, there's such a huge backlog that it, it really doesn't work. And I'm I'm one that, you know, my belief is that it's unconstitutional anyway. So mm-hmm. it, I've advocated for, at the very least, some pretty significant reforms in the system. But it, my, my personal opinion is we should do away with it. Well, I was shocked when I first started looking into this a few years ago. I always thought that was a federal thing. And I thought that's what the F stood for. <laughs> and, and I come to find <laughs> out, no, it's not at all. What is it? No, we're we're pretty exclusive. Uh, uh, there's not many states at all that have that system. That's a it's a strange situation. I know they put it in there in reaction to Bobby Kennedy getting shot years ago, and there was a lot of emotion behind it, and they got it passed, and it hasn't accomplished a thing that I can see. Right. You know, I I think it would be hard to. I mean, everybody's aware of the fact that gun violence is has increased dramatically over that period of time sure. and the systems the system's just flawed and we, we get into that so much in in Springfield where we act on emotion and we do it at the spur of the moment and we wind up putting policy in place that's that's not good because it's not well thought out and yeah. you know anybody who who was really a successful person knows that the best time to to take action is not when you're overly influenced by emotion because you get a you get a flawed product yeah that's uh that's been a strange deal and they really thought uh back in 2012 after the one shooting out east they thought well we've got enough you know now that we can really push this through and it never happened so right and i you know i think you know, my my thing is is that I think we need to look at what we're doing in society to cause people to think that that's an acceptable form of behavior. It's really alarming, and I think part of it is the fact that, you know, people are just inundated with gratuitous violence. Uh, you know, you, you get it on your phone, you see it on TV, and I, I am I really truly believe that that plays a really large role in in the kind of crazy violence that we see out there and i i think that has got to be part of the discussion because right now everything that comes up we're just punishing law-abiding citizens the the people that are doing what they're supposed to do and that's not making any progress to solving the problem i i don't know what the solution is going to be but we're going to have to come up with something the way it's looking because it just keeps getting worse every day I agree, and I I think, you know, it would be very, very helpful if there would be people on both sides of the issue, reasonable people on both sides of the issue that would sit down and have a meaningful conversation uh, about trying to fix the problem. Because, unfortunately, I think in a lot of issues are like this. It's just the state of where we are right now, unfortunately. But, you know, everybody in my business, as soon as a tragedy happens, it automatically becomes a political opportunity instead of people yeah. sitting down and having a meaningful but tough discussion on how to really fix things. Mm-hmm. Mike, did I see yesterday that you were up in Rantoul with Scott Eisenhower as Scott was making some announcements about some things that were going on in Rantoul? Did I catch a story on that? 
So, so actually, we had a press conference yesterday here at, at the Capitol, and, okay. and Scott came over, um, as well as uh, John Brown from Savoy and Tim Dudley from from Vermilion Advantage there in Danville. And so, yeah, uh, we, we had a press conference about local infrastructure projects, and uh, Scott, you know, he's always very, very well-spoken, and uh, he talked about uh, some dilapidated buildings on the old Air Force base uh, there on the campus of Lincoln's Challenge Academy that need torn down. And and so, and we also talked about some infrastructure, water, wastewater expansion that Danville really needs, and uh, the Curtis Road interchange in Savoy, which is a, a huge project for not only Savoy but all of Champaign County. So there was a lot discussed over there, and a lot of things happening, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, wanted to take advantage of the fact that you know we're starting the budget process with the governor's budget address last week, and and to highlight some of the really important needs that we have in my district. And uh, I've also wanted to take the opportunity to invite the governor to come down and and see these needs that we have. And uh, you know, unfortunately, I, the governor's been I think to this area before, but I don't feel like he spends enough time in this area. So I I just wanted to, in a very polite way. Uh, shine some light on the needs that we have and, and try to get him here so that uh, he can see those needs firsthand and maybe we'll get some attention in the state budget. Well, if he doesn't have to go out of state, he'll uh, you know, he'll work with you on it, I'm sure. So uh, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> All right. I'm an eternal optimist. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you, Mike Merritt. We appreciate the time this morning. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. Take care.